When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Oh, baby, it's a heat wave, but that won't stop us from delivering you some piping hot, scalding tea, honey. Baby, it's time for the goss, and Alaska mm. is back from her trip to the woods. Yes, yeah, so we've got some sisterly catch-ups. Girl, I heard you fucked a cubular elf. Well... Plus, we've got queens making waves and slaying dragons on TV. And actors on strike. Plus, the cave is overfloweth with dick, cock, ass, and a glittery wheel on the side of the highway. Mmm, what could it be? Are you ready to gas it up? Yeah, arrest me, Danny. Mm, you like that, Danny? M. Oh. M. Mom! Do you like that, Danny? That's all confused. Arrest me, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) We want to welcome you back for yet another steaming, Steaming, piping, piping, scalding, scalding, serving of hot goss. This, of course, is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, lives, gossip and politics, and take a deep Deep dive dive. into DMs. So let's get into some hot hot goss. That's hot goss. Is it good to be gossing again? So nice, honestly. Back at the goss. Honestly. Were you down in personnel? Yes. And there's a big sign that says, personnel. Mm, Okay. My brother works for for Clown Dog. He was in the neighborhood. He drives the delivery truck. What's it to you? Uh, how were the Fire Islands in the woods? The truth is, I can't stand her. <laughs> Why don't we're, I just hire you and say I hired outside the company? You're a Vassar girl. <laughs> yes, I'm back. I've been traveling all over the world. Uh, you know, islands, woods, islands in the stream. Uh, filming All-Stars winners in just nine days. It was a really quick shoot. I heard uh, you and Bob took a carnival cruise around the world and then landed at all stars too yeah i just we didn't have phone service so yeah we're just kind of you got to bring those jitterbugs with you i told you 
Because they're small enough, you can hide them in your makeup kit. They don't find them. It must be the jitterbug. <laughs> Who's that calling? Jiggly had a phone. <laughs> Uh, What's going on with you? Girl, I just got back from Palm Springs. I was out there with Jimbalina and Heidi and Susie Wong and more. Um, and some more. friends. We were just hanging out by the pool. And That's they were amazing. Sh- they were like shooting some content. And I'm happy to be a little content house. I showed Jimbo Dream Girls for the first time. Me. Me and a bunch of drag queens watched Dream Girls for the first time. The movie? He had, he had never seen Dream Girls or the play, the musical. It's pretty gay. I was like, and like he would, we something would happen. Be like, that's where that reference is from. Turn the he didn't know where Turn the Wigs Around was from. Work. You know, and that's like in the first part of it. It's uh, it's such a good movie, and I'm no. gearing up to see Beyonce in August with Courtney. So oh, like, oh, you want to come? When is that? I think it's August. Are there ticks available? Are there oh. ticks available? I'm sure there's. I don't ticks. know. My August is there's a Have lot. Have you tried of going to today ticks? <laughs> Tomorrow ticks. <laughs> so wait, what day is Beyonds? Beyonds Knowles. Uh, August 11th. Beyonds Knowles, the hip hop rapping girls' time. No, I can't do that. Okay. Um, but I would die for your right to do so. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I'm so excited. Uh, I hope it's not hot because this is the is hottest. Is it too darn, darn hot. hot? It's too darn hot. Uh, global warming is not a joke right now. I have sun poisoning because of the sun it was like 126 degrees in Palm Springs. Mm. And I was oh out there goodness. for a literal like 45 minutes. Oh my God. And they're saying this is the hottest it's ever been on ever. the planet. Ever. From CNN, do you want to read this yeah. excerpt? They're saying this is just the beginning. Simon Lewis, who's the chair of the Global Change Science at the University College of London. Oh, wait. he's. This is just the beginning, Simon Lewis said, the chair of the Global Change Science at the University College of London. He said, as scientists agreed last year, there's a rapidly closing window of opportunity to secure a livable and sustainable future for all because of deep, rapid, and sustained cuts in carbon emissions to net zero can halt the warming, but humanity will have to adapt to even more severe heat waves in the future. They said last month was the planet's hottest June on record by a substantial margin according to the European Union Copernicus Climate Change Service, accompanied by high ocean temperatures and record low levels of Antarctic ice. And that unprecedented heat wave mm-hmm. has continued into this month. The first week of July was the hottest week on record, according to preliminary data from World Meteorological Organization, putting the planet into what Christopher Hewitt, WMO Climate Services Director, described as uncharted territory. And he said extreme heat is among the deadliest weather phenomenon. It's hot, hot. I got extreme heat. I got (laughs) well, I but what burn and feed. So, do you think the world is ending? I think that those people are right. We have a chance to like, we have a window to fix it, and if we don't fix it in the next like few years and get like all these countries down to like better emissions and like stop using fossil fuels and shit. We're going to fuck it up. It's not going to be us that are going to suffer. I feel like it's suffer badly. It's going to be like the next generation. The next generation. You know, and like I I try to do as much as I can. I got a hybrid car. You got a hybrid car. I haven't been a hybrid. It's only electric. Oh. 
it's strict. It's stone butch electric. Well, Do you know the phrase stone butch? Is that like uh, bull dagger? No, stone butch is like, from what from what my understanding is, please write a letter if I'm wrong, but I believe stone butch means like you are, it, it's, you're a lesbian, but like you don't let anyone go down on you. Oh, okay. Because you're the, you're the top at all okay. times. Sure. That's what I believe stone butchism is. Ah, they're missing out. Girl, you don't know people's lives. I don't. You're right. <laughs> Uh, we would like to live, let you live with this little song. It's our rainbow spotlight of so the week. So wait, we still have four minutes left. We should continue talking. About the climate? Oh, you know, we no, should not talk about. No, not about the climate, not about the climate. The climate? Wanna, so let's wait. Start, let's talk about our new book club. We've oh, we been, are doing this new so thing, yeah. five years ago, we started this podcast and we decided to repre- like, represent and like for our musician friends because we wanted to play their songs and we like them and like give them some shine. So we're going to do that now to some new authors and some books and pick a, pick a new book every month or so. Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 talk a little, very that. And our first <laughs> book for the book club is called, and don't fuck it up. An oral history of RuPaul's drag race. The first 10 years by Maria Elena Fernandez. And it's got excerpts from, Everybody that you know, including you, um, and I can't, Yes, they interviewed me. Yeah, there's... Um, I can't wait to read the fables and the fibs and the the truths and halves of those. Uh, I already read some something that was wrong about me, but I'm excited to read it all with you, and we could talk about it. What did they it. say? You were 5'2"? No, they said that I broke so many rules that they couldn't count, and they could count because I've counted them before for them. And I've on re- one hand? Oh, yeah. Okay. On one gloved hand? Is that a glove or are those fingers that are cut off of a glove that you put on your fingers? No, the other two fingers broke off, so and I've saved these, and I'm going to do something with them, and I just found them in my car when I went to get my notes. I like a three-fingered glove. Me it's, too. It's very Glasscockian to me. Do you remember she did that look? She did that look. It, I think it was Drag on a Dime, and she just put on the little, like, fingerless glove with mm-hmm. her look. And you only need two nails. Oh, my God. I just got these nails at the wig store in Brooklyn. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. I have to show you. You will appreciate. You of all people. Show me, bitch. So Um, so nails are classified as short, medium, or long. Mm -hmm. But this wig store has XL length. (gasps) Look at these. These Oh, those are great. Those are the hot green. XL length. So just imagine. XL white, of course. White? Ugh. Honey, I love a white nail. It's the sign of a true Me hooker. too. This is like a pussy pink if I want to just be oh, in daytime. Gwyneth. These are cool. These are like Those are great. I see like red. pink tip. So I'm just really excited about them. Those are great here. nails. I want to know that store name. Don't text it to the other girls so I can go there next time I'm in Brooklyn. Mom's um, the word. Mom's the word. Mom's but the yes, word. The book club is happening. So we're recommending everyone go acquire a copy of this book to read it. We didn't say buy yeah. it. Just steal it. Steal I this did. Book. I did. You did not. Yes, I did. From the train station. What? Did someone leave it behind or? No. Did you steal it from a proprietor? A store? Yeah. 
from from a, a corporation. Well, if Amazon didn't kill bookstores, Willem will buy. You know how much they fucking that charge day. me for a Red Bull? Six fifty seven in Did a you can. Buy the Red Bull? Yeah. So you bought the Red Bull and stole the book. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. If they're gonna write lies about me in their book, I'm not paying for it. Okay. Well, what yeah. we're saying is, get it, get your hands on a copy. However of the book, you however want, you, by hook or by crook, by hooking <laughs> or by crooking. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> what is me? <laughs> I really want to get my hands on a copy as well. I I want to read it because I was interviewed for it. Wait, can you take the dust jacket off of that book for me for a second? What? What in the cheap? I know. Non budgeted. Paper. When you take the dust jacket off, it's just a blank book, like a prop book. You don't even give a fuck. Yeah, they don't care. And the picture page. Well, you'll see. Get the book, everybody, and we'll talk about it next week because I already have notes on this first chapter. I so, can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, me too. And I also can't wait to listen to our Rainbow Spotlight this week, which is called Good Looking by Dixon Ooh. Dallas. Now, this Rainbow Spotlight is funny because this guy released this song that was very, like, some 41, like, fuck me in the butt, then in my, come in my guts. It was, like, that kind of song. And now he's done the same thing with the country genre instead of, like, the, like, pop punk uh, moment. Is this person really gay? Like, really I don't know, like, but he says, po- he says positive punked? things about gay sex that straight people might find funny. But for us, it's just, like, a love song. So is this, like, the Troy Sivan song? Rush? I think it's a little different. Hey, this kind of also looks well, we like. Um, who does this also look like? This looks like Tater. Um, what's her name's boyfriend? Uh, who does hair? Fuck, she's Calpurnia's daughter. Um, Sarah it's Adams. Dallas. It looks like Sarah Adams' boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Maybe it is. Well, let's take a listen and we will be right back. There's something about the way you look in my eyes Like a starry night you light up my sky You lean in closer and my heart starts to pound I heard you sigh, you know I love that sound He's bouncing off my booty cheeks, I love the way he rides I can hardly breathe when he's pumping deep inside This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses, so get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 
Drag. This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. are back and i have a question have you signed up for mom plus gold yet i have because if not i want to support queer businesses exactly so if you have not signed up do it right now because the first episode of hall and closet season two is dropping exclusively on mom plus gold tonight yeah can't find it anywhere else mama this is the place you want to be this is it baby uh we are so excited to bring hall and closet back to the airwaves and exclusively on Mom Plus Gold. Because these are gold, gold girls. They're gold girls. They're our gold she girls. She loves gold. gold. <laughs> Want to know more about Mom Plus Gold? I know you do. The official trailer with all of the information is on Mom Podcast YouTube channel right now. And all over the Mom socials. Mm-hmm. So check it out. You can learn more about the tiers you can choose at mompodcasts.plus. But baby, Mom Plus Gold is where it's at. I'm telling you. I just watched a, a bunch of, of stuff. we watched i watched a bunch of stuff that we did for like youtube like two years ago and made it public that was like on the patreon like years ago and it was yeah. still privated and i watched them and they were so funny one video racked up like one hundred sixty thousand views it was us playing guess rue like funny yeah. shit like i'm glad that we're putting this on a platform where everybody can enjoy it now and it can all be in one spot and the programming yes. is really stunning mom plus gold is all new weekly bonus episodes of mom shows access to the mom fault you get the video episodes of race chaser and there's so much bts and behind the scenes of photo shoots and unreleased footage and dance rehearsals and free exclusive mom plus merch and more the merch is great sign yeah. up honestly you get these amazing items yeah, so sign up now at mompodcasts.plus. Plus. And don't miss that premiere of Holland Closet Season 2. I can't wait to watch. 
The girls uh, look good. Have you been feuding again, Willem? I told what? How many feuds? Listen. How many knockdown, drag out, street fight feuds can you get in? Now you're in a family feud. We as gay people, we get to choose our family feud. Okay. We do. We and do. Tell me about family feud. I was supposed to be there. I know. I'm sorry. Bitch. What, what even happened? You know, what that's funny that? because that's exactly how I felt when you were like, oh, I'm doing a fashion week thing. And you told me that. And I was like, oh, I want to go like, to fashion week. And then I remembered. The same fucking event. <laughs> I already walked in Betsy Johnson fashion week in New York in like 2012 or 13 or something. So Did I, you fall and then someone stepped over you? I didn't. <laughs> oh. um, no one could do that as good as That's Elliot with two T's. Yeah, and that girl almost got her stunt ruined because some girl tried to help her, and she's like, no, it's a bit. She was so mad. Um, Family Feud was great. It was so wonderful being there with Neil and all his judges and David and Bianca and Manila, Ben, Simone, Jackie, Beat, Murray, Hanifa. I think that's everybody. Um, It was fabulous. Like, Steve was great. The production was great. Uh, My parents came. I could hear my mom laughing in the audience. And um, I had this wig that had, like, a little cage in it. So I was like, what am I going to do? And I had nothing planned. And then there was, like, two oranges and a banana in the dressing room. And I was like, well, I'll get the banana. And then (laughs) David and I worked out, like, a little, like, because it's Family Feud. You grow up watching it. And you're like, when I go to the podium, this is how I'm going to stand. This is what I'm going to wear. This is how I'm going to tap my nails. And my goal was to make Steve Harvey say in the butt, like whatever my question was going to be, I was going to say in the butt just so Steve could say, show me in the butt. That's so funny. But Did you do it? Or no, what I was going to do, I was going to say, show me up in these guts. Oh my God. Well. So he would have to say, show me up in these guts. <laughs> and then I didn't do it. I chickened out and I gave an answer that I thought could like get us to play because I wanted our team to play. And I said, right. the question was, what was the question? The question was, what does a dog do during sex that you might do while you're making love? And I said, lick a butt. And that caused oh. the whole room to lose their composure. <laughs> and love that's so funny. But it's true. Well, and, yes, it's true. It's funny. It's it's and it wasn't edgy, dirty, but also good enough. Like it's it's not too edgy as to not get on TV. That's it's. It was. Really they nice. bleeped me. <laughs> they bleeped you. Yes, and they said they've only used the bleep like three times on the history of the show. Can we watch the? Do we have the clip, Will? Mm, I I can show it to you. Riding on this pussy, and I um. Is Steve Harvey hot? Steve Harvey's yes, he's he he does look good for sure. He's kind of he's kind of hot to me. <laughs> Something a dog does that you might do while making love. So was it a fun experience overall? It was a great experience. It was a lot of pressure because when you're there and those answers and the questions are all the the weird. I think we should do for Mom Plus Gold a gay family feud because what it, what happens is they ask and the question says we ask a hundred men, and it's always we ask a hundred men, 
It's never we ask a hundred women or we ask a hundred people. I don't know. Maybe that was the easiest thing to survey or the the easiest basic thing to get consensuses with. But I think we should do a gay family feud with drag queens and be like, you know, and and do it. It would be hilarious. We asked 99 non-binary people. And one... (laughs) And one... um, (laughs) And one cisgender. And one TBD-born fetus, which will decide its own gender upon entry into the world. Absolutely. Uh, I would love that. Like a, like a more progressive queer version of family. Feud. I love this idea. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Mom let's raise some money while doing Y'all, it. It was just a great experience. We flew to Atlanta for it and uh, we went to a strip club after we went and ate. My, my dad like got to like, my dad and my mom got to see me be funny and like be on mm. Celebrity Family Feud. And like we watched the show together, like Family Feud when I was a kid. And I was always like, I'm going to be on this, I'm going to be on this. And, like, they were like, you were right. I was like, I know I was right. I always said I was a fucking star. Absolutely. Like, this, I wasn't lying to Rue. But, like, exactly. it was just so much fun. This is what drag queens do. And, like, Manila was so beautiful. And Simone was just, like, rounding out the team. Just, like, dripping. Like, honey. Jackie was great. And uh, Ben was just, Ben won it for us with his answers. Other than she said, what kind of fruit would you use in a salad? And that bitch said lettuce. Which makes you... Exactly. Which makes you know, like, how much pressure it is. Ben is so smart. And when you have that little time, you're just like, lettuce. Right. And they were like... Oh, it would be hard for me, for sure. Steve literally said to her, "Uh, are you ready? And she said, no. But uh, uh, let's let's go. And it was so funny. Yeah, you your buzzer would go before you even took like an in, intake of breath. Right. And that's that happened to some the next team, BB Rex's team. Like the guy went to answer, and it was like more than two seconds, and beep beep. Yeah. Like no answer. It was so much fun. Um, so did you win? We did win. Our team won, and we oh. won twenty five thousand dollars for the ACLU Drag Defense Fund. Amazing, which is great. I wish it would have been more because they have the money. ABC is owned by Disney, which also owns Hulu, which Drag Me to Dinner is on, which everybody should watch. Me and you raised, I think, an easy eighty seven thousand dollars for the Nashville thing just on our own with drag queens, and ABC is only going to tr- throw twenty five thousand into it. Girl, you know how it is. I know. I just wish that corporations would give a little more when they're using us for their entertainment. And they did pay us. And I was so happy to be there and so happy for the opportunity. Everybody was great. But, like, they got more coins. And Drag Queen's job is to shake down the coins. It's why we always always host auctions. And we're at the front of prides and stuff. And we do we do this. So Cointadas. Yeah, you're not going to get them if you don't ask for them. Closed mouths don't get fed. Closed holes don't get bread. Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? Have you ever? No, but I saw you're playing it on Dropout TV. Oh, wait. Yeah. Cut that. Yes, I love Dungeons and Dragons, and I saw that you're playing it on Dropout TV. Why would you want to cut out the fact that you've never played Dungeons and Dragons? A lot of people haven't. Because I want to be on the next season, bitch. Oh, I see. Well, no, the, the angle is that it's sort of like we're novices. Like we like the idea is that we're we're not experts at Dungeons and Dragons, which oh, is why okay. we were asked to play on Dimension 20, Dropout TV. This is what... Do, is that a streamer? You know, okay. Or is it's that on, on, YouTube. Is it on cable? It's oh. all on YouTube. It, this is one of those gigs that... And it's 
it, I guess it's surprising to me, but certain gigs that you do, you know that it's like really like reaching a lot of people or really crossing over or really like doing well because you get texts from people that you haven't heard from in years <laughs> that, that are like, do you have, you do projects like this where it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're doing such and such a thing. Yeah. This shockingly to me is one of those. There are so many people who are deeply into Dungeons and Dragons, first of all, but also Dimension 20 and the work they're doing over a dropout. This is a very popular thing. And I was like, what? I mean, I, I just wanted to play again because I played for like a month in like middle school with, with mm -hmm. my friend um, Aaron. Is it a video and game or is it cards? What is it? It's like, it's, um, it's like a board and it's like dice and it's like storytelling. So it's sort of free form and- you Make up stuff? Yes, there's a there's a person who's a dungeon master, uh, which uh, Brennan was our, uh, is claim, a lot of people uh, claim that Brennan is uh, the best dungeon master in the world. Mm. So really good at storytelling and really good at like laying out a plot for us to really have fun with. It was really fucking cool and really fun. I would love to do it again because it was really a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Loved it. Oh, my gosh. Well, it looks fun. It's a great cast of girls. And I think we're selling merch about it, too. We're selling merch with our, with our oh. characters on it. Who's your character? <laughs> What's your name? Oh, my character's name Alinda? is Princess. No, oh. her name is Princess, and she is an eight-foot-tall orc barbarian. So she's like a <laughs> giant, like, hairy beast. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that for you. So it's autobiographical. But it's really good. Check it out over on Dimension 20, Dungeons and Drag Queens. Why don't we go ahead and take a break? You want to see me take a break? I think you want to see me take a break. Uh, we are back, and it's time for that special segment that we like to call Let's, let's Get Pun. Let's, 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 what's your starting note? Let's, let's get, get political, political, political. I want to get political. political. Let, let me see, see you. Yes. Um, we well have done. A, well done, Mama. Well done, Mama. We have a strike afoot. SAG after is on strike, which means I'm on strike. And we want to talk about that what that what that means. That doesn't mean we can't make contact content. We can make podcasts, we can make YouTubes, we can do all that stuff still. We can't participate in filming stuff that SAG after doesn't allow. For the first time in yeah. 63 years, the actors and writers are on strike at the same time because we're demanding better pay and job protection as streaming has upended film and TV production and AI threatens the livelihood of writers and actors. One of the things that they tried to make people do was pay background for a day of work and then scan their face to use it as background in perpetuity. And it's the tip of the iceberg. That's just the AI tiniest. Stuff. That's just it's the tiniest, the, starting with the extras. There's so many things going up more and more, but like, yeah. I, I let me read some stuff to y'all. The actors have joined the writers on the picket lines, and it looks like there's a long road ahead for negotiations. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of people are learning that only a select few TV and movie actors are really rich and wealthy. The majority are still hustling even when they're on TV a lot. It changes how people promote projects. No more premieres. The Barbie is the last thing that you saw. No more social media or press tours, and they can't do anything while on strike. They're choosing not to because they want to show how much actors are necessary and valuable to the world and entertainment. Yeah. And we need to be paid like we are too. If we're going to be make these corporation people that own these studios, like Bob Iger, who who's the head of Disney, he doesn't own it, but he's the head of it. He has to answer to a board of shareholders whose job it is to, for him to make them money. So his yeah. job is to keep the overhead at the studio as low as it can be, which means paying people as little as he has to legally. So he pays what they paid in the contract that they determined whenever they did. The directors settled for a contract that wasn't great. And the actors and writers aren't willing to do that right now because we have to fight for our future. This is for the next yeah. generation. Like I'm, I've been in SAG since I was 17 years old, which is one, two, three, 10, 20, which is 24 years. I've been a union member for 24 years yeah. and only, I think, 91% of SAG members don't make enough to make health insurance, which is $26,000 a year through SAG projects or residuals. Right. I've made that much twice in my career through acting. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm a gig to gig to gig. I have my side jobs. I have my hustles. But now it's making it so that like co-stars and guest star people... There's an actor, he's Australian. I forget his name, but he was in Dollface. I think he was in Orange is the New Black. He was on a billboard on Sunset for Dollface. And he was, I think he got like 70 grand to film like 10 episodes of the show or something. Mm-hmm. And he's hustling for other gigs too, like like we all are. Because the series regulars are making enough money, but like we are not making enough money in residuals compared to what the studios are making and they're trying to AI us and use and I our... Think a, I think a lot of it, from the impression I'm getting, I mean, I'm no expert, but the it's old it's old architecture. Like, all of the sort of... The, the model for paying people for being on TV was all established when TV was on TV. Uh, you know, when movies were in the movie theater. Lucille that, Ball was one of the ones that fought for the residuals and everything. Like, she, it's right. been that long we've been fighting people. Right, which at that time, it kind of made sense based on the structure of the business. But now the business is totally different because of streaming. Everything is out there and it's streaming and it's online. And so... Yeah, that's the uh, problem. These companies are like, well... We didn't say that we were going to pay you for streaming, though. Same thing that's happening with the recording industry. Streaming has changed everything. Everything needs to be renegotiated because writers and songwriters are having problems with earning royalties off of streaming. And streaming has changed everything, and it needs to be renegotiated because the money people want to keep making as much money as possible and without changing our deal. And our deal is important because we're the ones that make the things happen. Lily Tomlin was protesting with Jane Fonda, and... um, She said, Irving Thalberg, who was a studio head in like the 30s, said, the writers are the most important people in Hollywood because without them, we'd have nothing. And we have to do everything in our power to never let them know. (laughs) Like he said that. (laughs) It's so like, like Harvey Weinstein, like 101. It's, 
It's terrible. And there's so many other things studios are doing which are atrocious, like putting construction scaffolding on sidewalks so it's hard for strikers to strike in front of them. Universal oh, did no, that. Mama. Universal did that a few weeks ago. I noticed mama. on Lancashire. And then, you know That's what they tacky. did? You know what they did this week? A bunch of studios fucking trimmed their trees so there was no shade ahead of a 90 degree heat wave in LA for strikers. They bared those that trees down tacky. to the fucking nub. Not a leaf That's left, bitch. Arella. And it wasn't the city that trimmed the trees. It was Universal, who's not mm-hmm. authorized to do it because it's not on their property. It's on city Ooh. streets. And I So they could be fined per tree for what they did. And it's shitty. You're really like, you don't have to be, you don't have to be, what's the word? Greedy. Like some, someone said, what, when getting a divorce, you should always try to be this. Oh, civil. So even civil. when there's a strike, you can be civil. You can, you can give people civil. the shade. Oh, yeah. And not like shade, like RuPaul, like shade, like from the tree in a summer. Like these people are just fighting for their homes and their apartments and to keep their lights on and their power and stuff. Like they used to not pay actors residuals. And you know why they started? Because we deserve them and we fought for them. Not me, but like, you know, there were people like Lucy was the first one to buy back her catalog because she's like, well, I should be making money off of it. And then residuals started after that. Like there was so many... I think that that's true. I'm pretty sure residual started in the 50s. Um, there's so much more to know about this that I don't know that you could go on a lot of wiser people's pages and see on Instagram. There's IATSE's page, I-A-T-S-E. They're the union. Um, I, this, this sucks. Uh, there's not going to be any new TV for all of the no fall, man. basically, and yeah. most of next year because production is it's a nine-month thing, basically. And yeah. this is going to affect everything, and streamers need to start paying us. I was on a Netflix show called, um, what's it called? It was called Super Drags. Remember that cartoon? And yeah. they auditioned every drag queen. We all sent in voice notes and everything. And then they're like, guess what? You got it. We loved your audition. I was like, oh, cool. When does it tape? They're like, these two days. And I was like, great. And then they said, you might not like this next part. And I was like, what? And they said, it's $200 a day. And I was like, what? 200 For eight hours of work? And, and like good to work, like hard work, sc- a, screaming. I'm a, a villain. Cartoon TV, yeah. Uh huh. But you and it was Shangela, me, another girl, and I forget who Ginger, I think. And I was so flabbergasted because the next thing that my manager told me was, "If you don't take it, someone else will." And I was like, "I'm no. going to take it." But two hundred dollars no. for a show that was so successful, they translated it into twelve languages. And I was the yeah. I got to be the American version. I was happy. I'm happy to be on anything associated with Pablo Vitar because she was the Brazilian version and I loved it. <laughs> but I was just floored that Netflix had all this money. Netflix reported the highest quarter ever recently, and they're not willing to pay people more money. It's, it's really terrible. just about, you know, being equitable and, and being fair. Yeah. And, and so uh uh the SAG members. Uh, the writers, uh, we are all out there uh, fighting for this. Um, and j- I, I really was appreciative of um, of Jinx doing a post that was like, this has to do with screen acting. It doesn't have to do with stage acting. So 
drag queens are still allowed to do shows on stages. This doesn't affect that. So people were like calling Jinx a hypocrite. Like, how dare you promote your Christmas show, you scumbag. <laughs> like during a strike. <laughs> like, are she's like, you guys, it's screen actors, not a stage. This does not affect, this has to do with streaming. So uh, thank thank her for check out her page for some clarification and also friend Dresher is a is a goddess and an icon that bitch is the goddess. Uh, did um, you celebrate um, July sixteenth International Drag Day? I think I did drag to celebrate National Drag Day. It was Friday the fourteenth. Yeah, I, I put on it was my July sixteenth. Oh yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah. What was July 16th? I didn't do drag, I'll tell you that much. But you know what? I do appreciate drag. I appreciate drag every day, but it was nice to see other people appreciating it. Like when you sign on to the internet and you're like, oh, it's International Muffin Day. You're like, oh, it's great. I love muffin. But when you see International Drag Day, you're like, oh, this is my day. And then that was when we were on TV. That's when we were on Family Feud on International Drag Day. Like that was poetic for me because I was like, they, we got a lot of hate online and that was really hard for me because like I was trying to like defend the things that needed to be defended without taking offense personally because these people don't know me and they don't yeah. think I'm a real person. And they're like, this is a family show. It's like, it's on at nine o'clock. It's always been body and double, triple innuendo. So don't come at us because guess what? We all have families. We come from families. My fucking family was in the audience watching and cheering me on. Yeah, like, bitch. and. Yeah. It's not your family feud. Shit girl, please. Exactly. Oh, shit girl, please. Indeed. Hashtag shit girl, please. Happy International Drag Day, shit girl, please. <laughs> and also July 14th was International Non-Binary People's Day. We love mm-hmm. this. Good, yes. good things happening in July. Why don't we go ahead and take a break and celebrate both of those holidays? We are back from the break and we are about to get in this cave, bitch. Crack the glow sticks. It's time to go. Spunking deep inside the deep. You like that, daddy? You like that, daddy? That's instant soundboard, baby. Um, Carlito sent us a message that says, Hello, Alaska, Willem, Big Dipper, any other special guests that may be present? First time, long time. Back at the end of June, while stuck in traffic and being the passenger princess that I am, I couldn't help but notice a glittery spinning wheel off to the side of the 210 freeway behind a chain-link fence. Having grown up in that part of the valley, I knew it was right in front of the studios that Drag Race had been filming it for the first few seasons. For the last few seasons, sorry. I'd say the name of the studio facility, but I don't know if it's a good idea. Me being the type of home of sexual that I am, I snuck a few pictures because I had a feeling in my bus bus that it was used for Drag Race. Sure enough, having watched last week's episode, that spinning wheel made her debut at the end of James and Lala's lip sync. I thought it was interesting and felt the need to share. I've attached said picture I took of the wheel for your viewing pleasure. I also attached photos of my bits for priority, but unless you're loving or funding me, you're not seeing no part of me. Tihi, all the best. Carlito Melero. 
P.S. Willem, we briefly met at DragCon last year and you expressed interest in the top I was wearing, one I made myself, and I, you told me to hit you up on Instagram about making you one. Sadly, my life got in the way, but I'm still down to make you one because I think you're dope and have immense respect for you. I've attached an image of our reference. Oh, I know this studio, yeah. <laughs> oh, cute So top. there's yeah. a picture, and in the distance, you can see through a fence the spinning wheel that was, you know, three times, two times, five times that they used on that ex- extravaganza episode. Um, uh, girl, this is a real thing that this happens. I remember when we filmed All Stars 2, they had to put black draping on the fences because the fans know where this shit is filmed and they want to know who's on and they want to sneak pictures. So they know that, that, you know, they know that the fans are out here. They need uh, them. Doing the road work, the groundwork. Mm-hmm. What about that peasant top? Do you want that? Not really. Uh, she was offering to make you one with her own hands. Oh, I thought she was going to give me that black one. And I was like, it's a little run fair. I'm not a black girl. I could see you in this sort of, it's it's like kind of Stevie Nicks bell sleeve and then like a corset tie, mm-hmm. like a crop top. I could see you in this if it was like tie dye or like psychedelic, yeah, like multicolor. Madonna print. holiday polka dot print. Sure. I could like, see I that. Like I love the shape. You. I'm just not really a black girl, black. but Carlito, I'm sure this looked lovely on you and that's why You're I'm not a black girl? <laughs> no, I don't wear black a lot. <laughs> Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> you want to read this next message from I, Craig? I don't drink coffee. I'm a Why tea Why you got to lie, Craig? I don't drink coffee. I'm a tea girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. Tea. Crystal. Um, this next message <laughs> nice comes one. from Craig. Dear Willem Alaskan Big Dipper. Hi, dolls. Thanks so much for all you do with the pod. You bring me joy weekly. <laughs> I had Joy Weekly. That's my new drag name. Joy Weekly. <laughs> put it in the file. I'm writing I had down a for question. You. I'm I was, down for Joy Weekly. I was hoping to get some insight on that I only trust your viewpoints on. Recently, while attending a Los Angeles gay bar filled with hot go-go boys, there was one that me and my boyfriend shared a liking to. He was flirty, fun, handsy, and had the most gorgeous eyes and devious smile when he grabbed my hard dick after dancing on us. Hot, in all capital letters. At the end of the <laughs> night, he suggested we exchange Instagrams before I left. After looking at his page, it was clear he was gay. <gasps> of course, we started DMing the following day, which included him suggesting he come over to our home for a threesome. Again, hot. <laughs> but we have never done this before. I guess I have a few questions. <laughs> I was hoping Willem might have some intel with their former go-go boy business. How will I know if they expect huh. to be paid or not? We're just looking for a hot fling that seems to stem from a mutual attraction. Listen, I know I sound stupid thinking a go-go is into me, but just go along with this. I have no problem with sex work, but would want this to just be for fun and no money exchanged. Not sure how to phrase that without possibly being insulting. Or am I, uh, or am I total dumb dumb and money is expected? Number two, any other things we should consider before taking the plunge in the go-go pond? Thanks, dolls. Attached to some pics of my said hard dick. This go-go boy would be receiving a pounding mm. from. Oh, I also included an ass pic just for you, lastly. Oh, that's me. Ooh. From Craig. Oh, wow. Well, aye, you're aye. smart for getting a gray couch. It conceals a lot of things. 
but this is beautiful. Um, here's my suggestion about the money issue. Uh, if someone were to bring that up to you and you were a guest in their house and they suggested that they come over, it could be kind of offensive to them because they think that they might just be there for friends. They probably won't be offended. You know, they're a go-go boy. But like, don't bring up money unless they bring up money because if you bring up money, they might be then like, oh, well, I was going to do it anyway, but if you're paying me, sure. Because literally that's how my first hooking thing went when I was at Dave & Buster's. Um, I was going to do it for free. And then they gave me a 50 and I was like, okay, two for one. Um, Lean that seat back. First of all, for these um, pictures, so I don't gorgeous. think I don't so think lovely. he's. If I look like that, I don't think this uh, gogo boy or stripper would be approaching me as a client. I think they'd be approaching me as a prospective. Um, well, you never you know. know. Yeah, you never but know. but I I appreciate this ass pic. The so tidy whities are pulled down. The feet are clean, mm-hmm. and the gray couch looks very comfortable. Uh, the dick is great. The dick is uh, great. It is so turgid and hard that he has to hold it downward with he's his He's not going to be able to pee like that. In order to show us the, you know, full magnitude. The air purifier in the back, I have the same one. It's really great. Is it it's a HEPA got some filter? incense. Is it a HEPA? Anthony got a HEPA? Mm-hmm. Anthony got a party. Who the fuck is HEPA? <laughs> Who um, the fuck is HEPA? <laughs> I think, okay, can I answer the question too? Yes, please. What's your take? I think that sense of humor has a lot of, it can it can help you in a lot of ways in the world. Like you can jokingly say, and we're not paying you right, LOL, squinty face, laughing, crying face, right? Just to like, you can broach the subject, clear the air, and he's probably going to be like, yeah, no, it's not like that. You know what? You know what would be really funny if Craig said to him, and just to let you know, um, once you get here, everything's free. But after that, it's a la carte. Like, he's the one charging the go-go ball. Ah! You know, that could be a funny way to break the ice about do it. If you're, re- if you're really worried. But it's I, I'm pretty sure that this guy is not expecting money from you because go-go boys expect ugly people pay them for sex, not pretty people. They'll fuck the pretty ones for free usually. And listen, you know what? I was just in Palm Springs this week, and one of my most booked go-go boys for a good seven years that I worked with from like 2008 to probably 2015 or so was is out in Palm Springs now because he married one of his regulars his one of his regular tippers because he was hot and he always tipped him and they fell in love and they've been together for years and so like a lot of go-go boys you know you need an exit strategy do I hear wedding (laughs) bells (laughs) what's mine I chipped my tooth on a quaalude and he was my dentist Oh my god! You know, Gogo boys, Gogo boys are thinking of the future too. So they're like, okay, this hot couple, two incomes. I like this. <laughs> Triple uh, income, you... no kids. Trink. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Do you want to read this next uh, yeah. letter? This comes from Alaska. Oh no, it comes. It, it's to us from. Um, to us. Sorry, I keep looking at this asshole above me. He um, is to life. <laughs> Alexa, oh no! Um, hey, Alaska. If you want to shake own. these apples, if you want to get these up. apples, though, you're oh, just gonna sauce. have to shake this tree. I'm sorry, that's how it goes. Anyway, uh, go on. hey, Alaska, Willem and Big Dipper. Been a huge fan of the pod from literally the first episode when you were still closeted. My what? husband and I run a successful OnlyFans page called Husbears. 
I check out Husbears on social and porn sites, ding. We have a great relationship with our barber. Been seeing him since before the pandemic. Even though he's straight, married, suburban dad, we can talk to him about everything. from Sex lives, porn business, dealing with kids. And yes, he's very straight. So straight that a few years ago when we first started talking with him about gay stuff, he couldn't comprehend how a man can be sexy. I guess he thought we were just really into each other's character or something. Recently, he's been way more into talking to us about our porn and even watching our porn. For example, we have a silly pizza delivery guy scenario that he watched enough to see my husband eating the pizza while I suck his cock. He joked with us about it all and all. And now I have arrived to the reason I'm emailing you. He wants to produce some of our porn. As in coming up with our ideas, provide locations of the shoot, including his barbershop, and he wants to be the guy behind the camera. We really like the guy. He's definitely sexy, but we are not sure if that will complicate our relationship with him and ruin our friendship. And he's also a great hairdresser. Should we go for it? How should we approach it? If not, what if it ruins his marriage to his wife because he realizes he's curious? What if he can't have any more $20, 20-minute haircuts? Should we do it? Love to hear your opinion. Attached are some of our picks for our priority boarding, plus some free yearly passes for our OnlyFans. Oh, my God. Free Thank you, passes? the husband. Husbands. Thank you so much. Oh my god. This is high quality stuff. I mean the the composition is great. The lighting is very high quality. Uh And there's pizza it. apparently in one video? Who said no That's to this? Even better. I don't know. This is What do you think? Are, I would say that we'd love I'd say take a meeting with them. And let's uh, have a planning meeting where we jot down the, these ideas and flesh it out. And if those go well, maybe we could use the shop as a location one step at a time and just see how it goes and make sure that his uh, wife is not there at the shoot on craft service or like but just there to sure touch up and knows. powder. Make sure, make sure that you tell him it's a closed set, performers only, and just him. And yeah, while he's filming, he's not allowed to jerk off. On. Does she? Why? He's not cheating. No, it is. No, you should tell your wife that you're going to be go, going to shoot a porno. I mean, you just should. Really? Also, it comes down to his experience. I mean, does he have I mean, experience you shooting behind a camera? You know what? Be you're right. You should tell your wife. A, yeah, you don't have to. Not in front of her salad either. Mm -hmm. It, does he have experience? Like, do not sign someone up as a producer just because they own a fucking hair salon. It, that doesn't make any sense. It, then you're like, then you're sharing your profits with someone who's your hairdresser. It's like, yeah. you don't need to cut your, your profits like that. And is he... <laughs> it's like a drag race girl getting her boyfriend a manager. If he's curious about learning how to run a camera, I don't think it should be you know, operating on your business. I think he should do that on his own time. Uh, I think that coming up with ideas is one thing, but, and you can figure that out. But as Willem said, one step at a time. Maybe he could play a non-sexual role in one of the movies. Ooh, he could deliver the pizza. Yes, and then be like, well, I'm going to go. You guys have sex now, because I'm straight. Goodbye. <laughs> but definitely keep getting the haircuts. You cannot underestimate how important it is to have a good haircut you, you can't you just can't so and that I, that is very valuable and honestly i'm going to use this my platform for a reason my friend's looking for a good black barber in la he can't find one he just moved here from chicago and he needs one so if you live in la and you have any suggestions in hollywood please 
Right into racechaserpod at gmail.com. Is that our Absolutely. email address? Absolutely. Is that our email? Hold on. Let me uh, check if that's our email. The, the, Is it? I think it's our email. Ray, we'll find out in a second. Is it? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is racechaserpod, I think. That's it. Well, we want to thank you so so very much for listening to Hot Goss. That's Hot Goss. Please remember to rate our show and review it on your favorite podcast app. And a shout out to all of our Mom Plus Gold subscribers who are listening to this episode ad-free behind that good pussy paywall. We're so happy to have Mm. you join us with our new Mom Plus Gold offering. A special hello to Lindsay B. And Colin R. Hello. We know you're listening. Golden. They love gold. (laughs) Make sure you sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcast.plus. You get access to all the new Holland Closet season two premiere right now today. And much, 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 and more. Plus, you can follow us on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, at Mom Podcasts. Please stay safe out there, everybody, and sunscreen, sunscreen, sun, sunscreen. Yes, and we'll be back next week with another steaming, piping, scalding, serving of hot dogs. To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. <laughs>